0: you to the I believe in Jesus broadcast we thank you Lord for the Lord for this opportunity to be able to speak to our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world and the Lord Jesus Christ I remind you is praying for you he is making intercession for you he loves you he desires for you to grow into the fullness of his life and isn't it wonderful That as a believer in Jesus Christ, a child of God, we can actually deny ourselves through the power of grace to the point to where the life of Christ comes to full maturity. That is an exciting thought if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. In other words, Jesus wants us to grow up. There is a time to be childlike. Because when we're first born again, we're babes and we grow in the process of our spiritual life. And there's a time to be childish and then there's a time to put away childish understanding and come into the full maturity of God. So today I want to encourage the church of Jesus Christ. I'll be beginning By reading 2 Peter 3 and 18, and it says this to all of you that love the Lord Jesus as your Savior. It says, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Peter is encouraging the church to grow in grace. Grace is that awesome gift of God that we have been given uh, as his people. And you know church. Uh, so many times we don't even pray for more grace. And we remember that Jesus taught us to do so. Through apostle Paul. Where it says in 2 Corinthians 12. When Paul prayed. The Lord's answer to him was this. My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly therefore. Will I rather rejoice <laughs> hallelujah well i rather rejoice mm, i just feel god's presence his grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect in weakness most gladly therefore will i rather rejoice in mine infirmities that the power of christ may rest upon me and uh, the awesomeness of god's grace In a Christian's life is unlimited. Paul often taught about grace and he said that he walked in the riches and the abundance of the grace that God has given him. Because the grace of God is always sufficient to carry us through whatever the Lord has seen fit to allow us to have to walk through it for the purpose of becoming more like him. We learn in our trials we learn in our failures. We learn in our mistakes. We learn in the, uh, in the high mountain places, in the valley places. We're always learning Christ. And we have available to us this awesome gift of grace. And that's why Peter said in 2 Peter 3.18 that I read to you. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, Paul, we know, said in Philippians 3.10 that his greatest desire was to know him. So we have to go back to the very thought that God has given us the ability to grow in full maturity. Amen. In the life of Christ, Paul said, as for me to live is though I live in the flesh, it is Christ that lives in me. So we have to remember that we have the availability to continue to grow all the days of our life here on earth in the life of Christ. And of course, in order to do that, we must have a willing heart to be submissive, to make Him Lord, not only Savior. Amen. And there are some scriptures that will encourage us along this line. So listen that we desire together as the body of Christ to come into the full maturity of our beloved Savior. In verse 12, in Hebrews 12, it says this, Wherefore lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way. But let it rather be healed, Follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. We have to stop and think about the writer of Hebrews and what he was trying to get across here in these first few scriptures in Hebrews chapter 12. It all ties together, grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior. You see, the grace won't grow in your life unless you're searching the scriptures to know THE LORD AND SAVIOR, JESUS CHRIST, IN THE FULLNESS THEREOF. SO HE IS SAYING, LIFT UP THOSE HANDS WHICH HANG DOWN. IN OTHER WORDS, DON'T BE DISCOURAGED. I DON'T KNOW WHAT YOU'RE GOING THROUGH OUT THERE AS YOU LISTEN TO THIS PROGRAM AND THE WORD OF GOD THAT'S COMING FORTH THROUGH THE SPIRIT OF THE LORD. I DON'T KNOW WHAT YOU'RE GOING THROUGH. YOU DON'T KNOW WHAT I'M GOING THROUGH. BUT OUR SAME LORD AND SAVIOR, JESUS CHRIST, IS ALL KNOWLEDGEABLE AND HE IS TELLING YOU Oh, to lift up those hands which are hanging down. Some of you are under, have been under the adversity of the enemy, of discouragement, and many, much, 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 much other warfare that has been coming against you. And you don't even feel like lifting your hands. And you feel like your knees are too weak to even bend and pray anymore and Jesus is saying no that's not my way I want you to grow in grace go back to grace go back to 2nd Corinthians 12 and 9 and read it again and again and again that reminds you what he told Paul. My grace is sufficient, for my strength shall be made perfect in your weakness. When we're going through it, we need to pray for grace. We need to meditate on grace. And it is the very power of God. And it is available to you that love the Lord Jesus Christ. Even the writer of Hebrews mentioned grace when he taught us about prayer in Hebrews 4 and 16, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of what? The throne of grace, and that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Grace is ignored so many times when we're in the hard places, and many times even when we're on the mountain, we forget about this amazing grace that saved our soul. It is the very strength of Christ. Grace raised Christ from the grave grace saved your soul and my soul and brought us out of darkness and set us translated us Peter said did he not in another scripture translated us into the marvelous light of God so we must not forget the power that is there from the Lord in our life to be able to overcome all darkness we need to rise up church and we need to begin to subdue king Kingdoms in the name of Jesus, Christ dwells within us, and He is grace. He is mercy, and it is time for the Church of Jesus Christ to arise and and to believe what the Word of God says. In all the scriptures, we need to fear and tremble at the Word of God. We need to reverence the Word of God. We need to speak the Word of God. We ne- need to allow the Word to live through us. We need pure faith. We need a pure mind. We need do it. examine our thoughts, and you've got grace to do it. Wherever you're weak, Jesus said to Paul, My grace is sufficient, for my strength shall be made perfect in your weakness. Don't be ashamed of your weaknesses. Talk to God about your weaknesses. And then ask Him to fill that weakness with His unlimited, powerful grace. And then you will see that through the Lord as your helper, you will fear none other than the Lord Jesus Christ in a reverent way. Hallelujah. I read a scripture out of Hebrews 13 and 6. It says, so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. The grace of God is sufficient to bring you and I through everything, through all adversities if we will only believe. If we will study the word to know our Lord Jesus Christ. Who he is. If we will meditate. Upon the scriptures that teach us, hallelujah, that Jesus Christ is able to do all things. Amen. In, in the verse that I read you there in Hebrews 12 15, it says, Looking diligently, unless any man fail of the grace of God, unless any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby, thereby many be defiled. Don't allow bitterness to be in your life because any sin res- restricts the flow of grace. It restricts everything of God because God is holy. He must remove the restrictions which we'll just call sin from our lives so that the rivers of life might be able to flow. Someone listening is overwhelmed by discouragement circumstances around your your life and and when we get our eyes on the circumstances when we listen to the devil and his lies we get discouraged and then we no longer can grow in the grace of God because don't forget grace is holy Grace is a person. His name is Jesus. Grace is the power of God through the anointing of the Holy Spirit to cause spiritual growth in our life. Again, the first scripture that I read to you was grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Someone's needed to hear this today. Oh, my, my, my. Listen to the voice of the Lord. The word of God says peace on earth and goodwill to men. God has good thoughts towards you. He has given you everything, church. Those that are born again in Jesus Christ have have the availability of the divine life of Christ living within them. Isn't that an awesome thought? We have abundant grace, we've been given abundant mercy, hallelujah, and we've been given a lively hope. And Satan always wanting to steal your hope, he wants to steal your joy. He wants to... Cause uh, the very qualities and characters of the life of Christ that lives in you to be quenched. You're not his enemy. The one that lives in you is his enemy. It's always about Jesus, uh, as far as the devil's concerned. He wants to stop the life of God from being seen in the church. He wants to stop the life of Christ from being seen outside of the church because when the lost see Jesus, a multitude of them will run and confess their sins and be saved. There will always be, sorry to say, those few that will continue to reject Christ. But, but oh, but if it be, a sister in the Lord said to me today, oh, if it be just one life, hallelujah, it is worth it all. So Keep your eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. He has deposited into you his divine nature. Now, that is an awesome gift. Second, Peter 1 and 3 says, According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Now the divine life of Jesus Christ lives in you born again Christians. And I I believe the struggle with most Christians until they grow to the place to where they realize what that struggle is, is this. The enemy and the flesh work together. The flesh will always make you try and look at self. And the enemy of our soul, Satan and his demonic forces, will just jump right on into that thought. Do not look at yourself, look at Jesus. You're a born again believer. Self must die, must get out of the way, because it wants to be Lord, it wants to control, it wants to lead, it wants to talk, it wants to, to do everything or anything that will lift up self, it wants you to follow the lusts of the flesh, anything, so be aware, the, the, there's a battle going on there. The, the, the flesh will not want you to keep looking at Jesus. It will want you always to put confidence in flesh, where God's Word says, put no confidence in your flesh, that there's no good thing, glory to God, in the flesh that can please God. Matter of fact, the Word of God says, does it not that the flesh is a stench in God's nostrils? He cannot receive uh, even the best thing that we can do out of our flesh. It has to be done by Christ in us in order for God the Father to receive it to himself. So you know, the battle goes on. Too many of you are putting confidence in yourself, and a lot of times the enemy will come and he'll make you see all the weaknesses of the flesh and cause you to forget about grace. This beautiful gift of grace. My grace is sufficient, Christ said to Paul. Because my strength shall be made perfect in your weakness. Just offer your weaknesses to God. Say, fill it with your grace. And then Jesus will be glorified through your life. And that's what it should be about. Should never be about you. Should never be about me. That's why I, I'm following the lead of the Lord. I don't even mention my name on this broadcast because my name has no power. But I mention the name that does have all power. And that is Jesus. And that's the name. Hallelujah. When spoken with authority. Can cast out demons. Hallelujah. Can raise the sick. Heal the lame. Open the blinded eyes. Save the lost. There's nothing he cannot do. You can go on and on and on. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Master. So I want you to think about this. How often do you pray for grace in all of your situations and your circumstances? You know, for instance, if a wife is living with a husband That doesn't treat her right. How is she. And she's a Christian. How is she going to get through that. She has got to learn the value of the grace of God. Because she can't do it without reacting in sin. uh, In herself. She can't make it. Her flesh would want to run. Her flesh would want to retaliate back. And there would be evil upon evil. Revile evil for evil. If you're a Christian person. You must respond not you, but let God respond through you, and it's through the power of grace that someone in that kind of a situation or any other situation that's in adversity can cause. Jesus in them to rise and they'll see that they through the power of his spirit through the power of grace they are more than a conqueror through Christ who loved them because Christ divine nature lives in them and the one in me is greater than the one in the world amen and if we just ask for the grace if we just thank Jesus for this gift of grace that not only brings us to salvation but it is by the grace of God that keeps our soul until the end of time Grace gives you the power to resist sin. Grace gives you the infilling of the power of the strength of God. Amen. How many of you out there need the strength to resist the devil when he comes to lie to you? Satan's a deceiver. Hallelujah. He's a liar and he's subtle about it and his ways are crafty and cunning, the Word of God says. Paul said, I need to know the devices of Satan. Well, as we study and we, we press in to know Jesus... Glory to God, that's our power against the wiles of the devil because we begin to realize Christ um, not only is in heaven seated at the right hand of the Father, but that now down here on earth, he dwelleth within me. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to be taught that's listening today. Rise up out of that darkness that the snare of the devil has put you in. He's lying to you. He's a deceiver. He's the father of lies. Jesus is bringing you the light of truth. The one in you, you're born again. You've got the Holy Spirit in you. Some of you listening are baptized in the Holy Spirit. You have got the power of God that dwells in you. But you're not abiding in the vine. You're you're trying to do things out of your own strength. And you're not examining your thoughts enough. And Satan's a liar. And, And Jesus is saying, let that mind be renewed. And you say, well, I don't know if I can. Grace is available. Ask God for the grace to renew the spirit of your mind. Ask God to do these things. Pray for grace. Pray, 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 pray much and the Lord will answer your prayers. It's available. Repent of your unbelief and ask God to open the windows of heaven and pour out all the grace that you need to get through what you're going through right now. Remember, Jesus is making intercession for you. He knows what you're going through. He's a compassionate God. I'll read that to you out of Hebrews 12, beginning at 24. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. See that you refuse not him that speaketh. Oh, for if they escape not who refused him that spoke on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaks from heaven. Listen to the voice of God. Jesus is making intercession for you. He's your mediator. Amen. He's watching over you. He is all powerful. He has already triumphed over all darkness. Don't ever fear the enemy or what he threatens to do. You keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ who has already cut off the serpent's head, trampled on him, and said he had done it for you. Amen? You put your face right back on the floor until you pray through it. Know who lives within you and know and realize and meditate and rejoice and shout on the power of grace that is available to the body of Christ to get us through anything. Jesus, glory to God, has triumphed. Colossians 1 12 says so, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. We are the children of light. Grace is available to help us through. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, it says, and has translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son, in whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of of sins, look at this, and it's been made all available to us through the power and the gift of grace, grace went to Calvary and gave his life for us, grace shed his blood, grace took those stripes upon his back, oh hallelujah to Jesus Christ, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. He loves you. He doesn't want you defeated. You're His people. You're soldiers of Christ. You will have to endure hardships, but do it not with your head hanging down, nor the heaviness so heavy upon you that you cannot lift your hands. Don't allow your knees to become feeble. Turn back to the Word of God and remember who you are in Christ. Do not look away from the cross. Keep your eyes on Jesus. The cross represents death to flesh. It represents the Lord Jesus Christ that loved you enough to die for you. Listen to it. In Hebrews 2. And verse 9, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. I close this program, this teaching, this time that, that the Lord has made available to speak to you, my brothers and sisters in the Lord today, to encourage you, get in the Word of God and study grace. Paul said A grace uh, uh, it was rich to him, he said that he had the riches of the abundance of grace, And we've got to understand grace more. We have got to understand that it's the unlimited power of God to conquer and to be able to subdue kingdoms in the name of Jesus. It is the power of Christ to be able to resist temptation, to pray for the sick and see them healed. We need to to come back to God in a holy reverence. We need to come back to the Word of God. We need to meditate. Meditate on these beautiful scriptures. Again, the Holy Spirit said, read it again in closing. Hebrews 2 and 9. But we see Jesus. Who do they have their eyes on? Who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death? He took upon him the form of mere man. He humbled himself. He learned obedience through suffering. And I tell you today, church, grace is just as sufficient for us as it was the day that Apostle Paul went to the Lord Jesus Christ and said, if it be possible, take this thorn from my flesh. And Jesus' answer was not the answer that Paul expected. Because remember, Paul had seen the Lord do creative miracles one after another. He had seen him do miracles of all manner of healing and, and in circumstances in his life And he did not expect the answer that he got. But how many times in our lives do we not get the answer that we think we should? Yet it is already written that the grace of God will be sufficient. And that in our weakness it will be shown to the world as the perfect one. Jesus Christ and his power is holy. His power is unlimited to all those that will believe. I encourage you to go to the scriptures. I encourage you to thank God that he allowed himself to be made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. Crowned with glory and honor right now. Jesus Christ is crowned with glory and honor. He sits at the right hand of the Father. The last sentence here in that scripture, and he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. By the grace of God did Jesus Christ endure the cross. That same grace works in you and I if we will only inquire of God, if we will only ask God increase the grace for me to to be able to respond in these situations. Hallelujah. Christ-like and not like me all the grace is there it has been given to us to deny ourselves totally and completely some of you listening your your struggle comes because you have not yet surrendered 100% of your heart your will your soul your mind to, to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and you must come to that place you must ask for grace to get to that place we can't grow in God without the power of a grace and we must ask that's God's way we must inquire we must ask it's there it's available yet the church isn't asking more grace much of the church is trying to frustrate the grace of God taking advantage of their salvation and in turn they end up neglecting it thinking that uh, just because they're saved by grace they can remain in their iniquities that doesn't work with God Jesus said in the New Testament through Peter be ye holy as I am holy he never Never has commissioned the body of Christ to do anything that he did not give us the power to do. And the power is through grace. And it will always be sufficient. Hallelujah. Because God does not lie. His grace is sufficient. His strength will be made perfect in you and I. As we submit our weaknesses and ask for that grace to flow. He did not take the thorn out of Paul's flesh. But he made Paul like Christ, Christ Christ-like. He wants to do that in you. God, I just close with a word of prayer for my brothers and sisters that are in weaknesses. We are all weak. You remove Christ from any of the people of God and we're all the weakest of weak. We have nothing to offer you, Lord, You already know our frame, but Lord, we thank you that you've forgiven our sins and that we've been saved by grace, not by our own works, lest anyone should boast. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for this beautiful gift that you have made available. We ask you to forgive us for forgetting, to ask for grace in every circumstance of our life, for we must recognize we're too weak to walk one day on our own. We must hold your hand. We must be totally dependent upon you, Lord. So I pray for all my brothers and sisters that have heard the word, that it has encouraged them and it's strengthened them, that it's led them, that it's guided them. And I pray that they'll break this bread and go and break it with others, God. And I pray that they'll, they'll get the word out and they'll study grace. I pray that, Lord God, they will raise their hands once again and begin to say, Lord, lift my feeble knees and give me the strength to lift my hands again and praise you. And church, as you lift your hands up to the Lord and you thank Jesus for who he is, you also thank the Father for sending him, giving him up for a short time. Oh, but a short time, just a moment there on the cross, just a second, just a twinkling of an eye when Jesus cried out unto him. Oh, but we thank you, Lord, that you have promised you will never leave us. We thank you, Lord, that you're moving on the people right now, that you're touching your people. Open blind eyes, heal the sick. Do your work through the power of your grace. For Jesus, we give you thanks. We know that you're going to help them through every heartache, through every trial. You and grace will give them the power to endure whatever faces them. And may they, Lord God, become so hungry for you, Jesus, that they will study the word, meditate on the word, and you will truly be the love of their life, the passion of their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next week, Lord willing, we will be back on the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. His name can set you free. God bless you. Don't forget to pray for us as we pray for you.